Blog Talk Radio. Lovers. It's been a long time before. This is definitely back on the map. A little tired, but I'm ready to bring this up to you. We're going to be on air for an hour and 30 minutes, and we're going to have poetry and we're going to have music, and I hope you all enjoy. There will be no open mic tonight. This is just straight poetry tracks and music. Um, the, <clears throat> the next show, Friday, which is Poetry After Dark, the original, we will um, feature the open mic on that day. All right, so um, well, let's step right into it since we're not going to be doing it for two hours. We're going to go ahead and bump some music, and this is Truth I Will Always Love You.
easy for me to recite a piece about how I would love to massage your vaginal walls with every inch of my firmness. We'll eat you slowly, as if you were a pair of edible underwear slightly melted by the heat that we create on the bedroom floor. It would be easy for me to tell you what I would do to you if you were covered with whipped cream from head to toe. How my tongue would create a diagram from your legs to your breasts and right back down to your diaphragm, nice and slow. Or what I would do to you if you gave me the opportunity to recreate the Kama Sutra with you as a Tuscan chest. Baby, would that make you wet? It would be easy for me to describe how a sexual session with me would set your orgasms free, as if you were a Hebrew slave. Or how it would be my mission for my multiple decisions to give your dead sex drive new life. Like Lazarus when he rose from the grave. Don't think this is blasphemy. Baby, all you have to do is ask of me. And it shall be done. Yeah, baby. It's that easy. But it's hard for me to get you to see that you are so much more than what the last man led you to believe. And it's hard for me to make you see that freedom is just outside that open cage. All you have to do, baby, is spread your wings and leave. But he's got you believing that you were nothing with him even less without him. When the truth of the matter is that you are everything to me and I am nothing without you. And it's hard for me to play my position on the sidelines knowing that your natural resources are being wasted on someone who doesn't appreciate the gift that you are. You see, dude would rather go to strokers and stroke her until his pockets are empty. And I would rather stroke your mind until your mental masturbates than turn right around and stroke your body gently the way you love me to. Until you and I are both done and empty. And it's hard for me to see you playing these childish games with a little boy disguised as a man. I guess you've been shopping at Toys R Us for so long that you forgot what a real man is. And since dude's been playing with your emotions for so long, get with me. And I'll show you my game plan on how you and I can raise a couple of kids. Yeah, baby. It is what it is. It's that easy. And it's that easy because you know what I want. And it's that easy because I know what I need. And I'm saying that you need me like I need you. So stop being hard on yourself, baby. And let me make your life easier.
We're going to move with some milestone. I care for you.
Have you listened to the music of the night, the sounds that blend in with the starlight, the emptiness which exists around midnight? Those full moon jazz tunes got me feeling like, yo. I want to hear that voice. Well, have you listened to the music of the streets, the beats that come straight from the concrete? Curb the herb and let the words set your mind free. A b-boy stance and backspin always reminds me. I want to hear that voice. sounds of a man beat down, ground down into the dust, but like that stuff, strong enough to rise again. I wish to break free from the ways of wicked men, cleanse my people of their sins, and use poetry as a means to that end. So listen, listen as I build upon the topic of which I am an authority, which be spoken word poetry because I speak it and freak it in many styles, speeds, and venues, and depending upon the situation I can use. Queen's English, Ebonic, or whatever dialect be perfect to express the black experience and ghetto reality. Come on, son, why you slamming me when we supposed to be on the same side? And I never hide my gang colors. In fact, I rock some on my skin. I'm talking melanin, y'all. I mean black. I'm black like Huey Newton's leather jacket and how he used to pack that gadget. I use words to get back my freedom. So listen. I want to hear that voice. Well, then listen as my tongue plays upon your chords of thought, creating feedback that even Hendrix would envy. Without the use of purple haze, I have a tendency to gaze with the gift of prophecy, logically finding ways to escape the maze that we have found ourselves stuck in. Hey, yo, the space that I exist in is somewhere between Langston and Rakim. And I would be in violation of this precious position if I neglected to mention that although, although the refrain of this poem is asking y'all to listen, that doesn't mean I want you to focus totally on me. You see, between each one of my words, there's a space, and within that space, there speaks a voice. I want to hear that voice. At the end of each one of my lines, there is a break, 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 break. And within that break, there speaks a voice. I want to hear that voice. And at the end of this performance, before the applause, within that pause, there will be a moment. A moment when you will be able to hear loud and clear a voice that will speak in the ancient tongue of common sense and pure objectivity. It is a reflection upon your reality. It's the birth cry of a third eye which was born in the cosmos and now flows to speak to you. It speaks through you. It's the true you. So listen. Listen to the same voice that spoke to me so I might speak to you and share the true purpose of my poetry. The true purpose of my poetry does not revolve around the selling of CDs or books. I share the spoken words so you might look deep within yourselves to find a wealth that can never be stole more precious than gold. It holds the key to reversing hate, crashing through gates, and setting the entire world free. So please, please... Listen to the music of the night, the sounds that blend in with the starlight, the emptiness which exists around midnight, 
Those full moon jazz tunes got me feeling like, yo. I want to hear that voice. Well, have you listened to the music of the streets? The beats that come straight from the concrete. Curb the herb and let the word set your mind free. A b-boy stance and backspin always reminds me. I want to hear that voice. Well, then listen. I want to hear that voice. Well, then listen. I want to hear that voice. Well, then. Thanks for listening. All right, all right. You're tuned into Poetry After Dark's early edition. I'm your host, Poetry. That was Lil Derek with Listen, speaking some truth to you. I hope you all enjoyed that. We're going to go with Tony, 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 and whatever you want.
What up, though? What up, though? What, what up, though? This is DJ DZD on the ones and twos. And when I'm sitting back relaxing on a Tuesday or a Friday, I get on my computer. Go to blogtalkradio.com slash the poetess. The angelic And I sit back and listen to the soothing sounds of good old school and a little bit of new school R&B. That sets the mood just right for all the dynamic, dynamic fantastic, fantastic, and out-of-sight poetry out that sounds the mind, body, and soul on the late-night tip from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's where you'll find me. So tune in. Her show is definitely a show you don't want to miss. You dig? That's up. When, when I'm feeling sitting back and I'm sitting on my gap while I listen to D.N. Daily Poetess. And with the portrait, what I need, satisfaction, guarantee, who do I listen to? D.N. Daily Poetess. Cause she's a that's the Poetry After Dark's early edition. I'm your host, Dee Poetry. I hope you all are having a lovely night and enjoying the show. We're going to move to the next poet, Mahogany Brown, and this is Breathe Easy. I circled my mind several times before I lay down to rest. Bedfellows keep my thought process alert and I hear footsteps in my sleep. So I keep my walking shoes by the foot of the bed seat. I've tried to stay in step with this psychological process, but it's hard to make amends with those most unlikely to succeed as they tap out their insecurities on your spine and like communion wine. I've become as fine as religion. Tuned to turning the other cheek Allowing the bricks of jealousy to break against the character of my own Like those thrown by Palestinians and Jews during war Though it hurts more to know your intentions than the act itself I feel almost no pain Breaking standards with the verbal taekwondo Measuring mathematics with the likelihood of probability Probably losing your attention between stanzas But if you listen closely You can hear the lyrical clack clack bang against lifestyle junkies Getting high off my lyrical givens without passing the word around. Before they are court-martialed, sentenced, and then carried off to camps filled with 200,000 North Korean slaves because they've been tricked into thinking slavery doesn't exist. But tell that to the nine-year-old boy who had to bury his sister under dry gravel before the snow came, before the soldiers came and realized somebody was slacking off. Tell that to the slaves of the new millennium, where the only definition they know for the civil rights movement is that it doesn't exist. Now just... With even deeper breaths Understand entertainment and reality is just a bastard child of Hollywood and history Mysteriously, we're losing more lives to the sensationalism that the silver screen brings Cause misogyny? Misogyny is the next best thing to a weekend in Amsterdam Where chicks flip on the switch of sexual mischief and turn down sheets like housemaids Smoothing the corners of the comforter with the labels that read Made in America 
which also happens to be the same country from which the businessman came from while he enjoys a vacation away from his wife and two kids a brief stint filled with infidelity thinks he and he believes that returning home with trinkets for the missus and video games for the kids will hide the fact that the condom broke and she left him with cyanide kisses laced with hiv wishes as he prays the coffin fits that led him to the doctor visit would just go away because breathing breathing happens to be the very best thing of living now allow yourself to believe that change can come with the rising of the sun and we can all break bread, ribs, and hundred dollar bills if we just break the tension. Collectively board this conscious train of thought. Realize it's okay to fear worldly visions with combative smoke rings. Just live through these words. Fix your gaze to sail helplessly into the light of injustice and challenge those force-fed obvious answers with questions that probe the obscure. Then we can win battle scars of wisdom collecting decayed brain cells in the process and refuse to hold slavery camps for the future and age epidemic that will capture tomorrow and our lives since the beginning of time it is time to encourage irrationalists to inhale the color and aromas that only intensify our daydreams and nightmares and all in between i said wake up and smell the poetic license where birth and death and life exist but for now just This is uh, what I think is one of the, um, you agree, I think this is one of the most romantic songs I've ever heard. This is Arturo Chapman. I need to have you next to me In more ways than one And I refuse to leave Till I see the morning sun Time is right. You hold me tight, and love got me high. Please tell me yes, and don't say no, 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 not tonight. And I will selfishly take a little for myself, and it's because of you that love let me wait. Not another minute, baby. 
Oh, no. 
going to change the mood a little bit, okay? Got to get my grown and sexy out. We're changing the mood. You're more sensual than sexual. I can see it in your eyes. The depths of your dead of Atlantis, hypnotic connections, reflections of myself swimming from pupil to pupil, and for the first time in my life, I'll choose to be a pupil, a student. Studying the ocean's natural ripple effects of affections that causes feelings to grow or sink deeper into emotions of sea, but not of sickness but of breathtaking moments turned into spectacular events with evidence left behind describing monumentous changes in heartfelt situations. Can you see that I want to get lost in the rhythm of your breathing and set sail far away on your exhale, sailing away in many different directions, yet there will be nothing erotic with the erections that are created within our own mental strokes because you are more sensual than sexual. It could be 60 degrees with the wind chill makes it feel like 40 and you'll still have me sweating with the fever of 102. Plotting and planning my next move, watching you as you sway, bounce, and move. And even when I can't see you, I still hear you walking in my mind. I have your routine time down to your very last step as you exit. Exactly the same time that my temperature decreases back to normal and with no goodbyes, yet I can still see it in your eyes. And for what I can deduce, there's nothing too formal in the formalities of the way that we reintroduce ourselves time after time. And this time I'm swimming in your deep red sea, color-coded, mixed in with a rainbow and my purple haze. The sun be setting on the sand beige and every day becomes like a holiday, Christmas, New Year's birthdays with no exasperated expectations of tomorrow. Tomorrow is the future that brings about the present that makes every day feel like a gift. And just like when Al Green sang, for the good times, closing your eyes, you can make believe that we're living just like Tom Cruise in that movie Vanilla Skies, where you can take a casual greeting, turn it into a lifelong joyous meeting, Take a disability and flip it into an ability to take any imperfections and turn them into perfections because now you're looking into my mind, seeing perfect reflections of yourself for why I say that you are more sensual than sexual. Because this here, what I say and do, is poetry. Spoken word from the Most High, seen at levels not by the eye but seen by the mind's eye. It's mental telepathy uh, possibilities giving great fantasy. It's graphic pictures, sketched and painted into your membranes of bright colors, high tides, and skylights. And right now, at this very moment, as you are awakened from that hypnosis and come to understand that true meaning of hypnotic connections, you see, at times, these words could have been taken as sex to you all, sexual, but really, I just wrote them as is to be sent to you all. Sensual. You are more sensual than sexual because I can see it in you all. Yeah. Yeah. Go. All right. This song is for Poetry After Dark's Early Edition. I'm your host, Poetry. Poets out there that have tracks, please email me in MP3 format to poetryafterdark at gmail.com. Again, that's poetryafterdark.gmail.com. And we're going to move into some more music here with Sky Comforter.
was catching a bus. But little did you know his heart was pure gold. But because he wasn't an athlete, didn't play for the Pistons, the Lions, the Tigers, the Bears, oh my. You passed him up. You passed him up because he said he ran into a little bad luck and he spent some time in jail. But he paid his debt to society and he was helping to build a family, but you walked away all high and mighty. You passed him up. You passed him up because he was a custodian. And the one after that worked for the phone company. And the third one did security. So because he wasn't a high-tech millionaire, couldn't take you to Nordstrom's and pay for your hair, you passed him up. You passed him up because he said he had a GED. And you said, no, (laughs) you definitely not the man for me. See, I need a man with a PhD. Knowing deep down inside that you only graduated with a 2.3, but you passed him up. him up because you say, girl, he got too many kids. And you judged him on this fact, forgetting how many times you decided not to have someone else's child, but you passed him up. See, ladies, you're looking for something that simply doesn't exist. Men don't come in nice little packages. You're looking for Denzel Washington. Shamar Moore, Morris Chestnut, while you sit up on your butt, don't keep yourself up. When was the last time you reduced your food intake? You know what I'm saying. You passed him up. You sung the song on the radio. I need a baller, a shot caller, driving the electric knows how to fuck, so when he pulled up aside, you couldn't see that he was in disguise until he beat you in your face. You called me to say, all men are dogs. There ain't none out there for me. They don't have a college degree. They don't have any money. He's in jail. He's trying to post bail. He's too tall. He's too short. He's too fat. He's too skinny. He just sucks. Look at that gut. And he can't... You passed him up. And ladies, I'm not trying to say you settle for every man you meet, but please just try to go deep. Remember the things you have heard time and time again. Clothes do not make the man. Beauty is only skin deep. You are not what you drive. Take a look on the inside by giving a brother a chance. And the next time you see a bus, I I suggest you slow up just a little bit. Be sure you don't pass them up.
to be or not to be? That is the question. Are you serious? Hey, this your man. Sound off now. For the best in poetry and spoken word, join my fam, the Angelic Poetess. That's every Tuesday and Friday night, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. On the Blog Talk Radio Network, the best in internet radio. So join my fam, D.A.P. DAP, for some of the hottest spoken word artists and poets on the planet. With that special blend of music to soothe you after a long, hard day. Again, that's Tuesdays and Fridays, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. For the Angelic Poetess Artist Showcase. I will see you there. Fancy Poetry After Dark Early Edition. I'm your host, Poetry. The last track of Poetry I Displayed was from Marshall. You passed him up. And that piece always makes me laugh at the end. <laughs> How she talks about, um, yeah, I picked him up in the bus stop. Anyhow, we have about 37 minutes left in the show. Um, I will not be doing the trip to play Poetry because we are short on time. I didn't do a two-hour show. And I will reiterate again that Tuesdays is, will never be an open night. Um, I strictly showcase poetry and play music. Um, open mics will be on every second and fourth Friday of the month. And I do apologize if, you know, that made you mad, but hey, that's that's what it is. All right, so we're going to fall back to some music. This is Melanie Fiona. It kills me.
Standing in the low-lying coastal city of Mobile, Alabama, getting pelted by torrential thunderstorms. For the fifth time this season, the southeast coast of the United States is being hammered by fierce Category 5 hurricane-force winds. Several counties in the deep southern states of Mississippi, Georgia, Florida, and Alabama are experiencing sustained winds of over 150 miles per hour. This has been a horribly unusual season for hurricanes in the South, and scientists are having a difficult time explaining this phenomenon. Have you ever wondered about a hurricane? About the death and destruction that the storm brings? Have you ever wondered how its forces can be so great have you ever thought about the path a hurricane takes? Scientists have their theories, but I have a different belief. I think these storms are guided by the spirits of the deceased, by the spirits of our forefathers whose worlds were torn apart. That's why I think Africa is where most hurricanes start. In that same land where they came and invaded our world, it's that same land where winds of destruction begin to swirl. When they came and took our people, they had no idea what was in store. Like when the storm leaves the coast of Africa, we don't know what we're in for. As the ship sailed the waters, malnourished, our people became weak. It just so happens that in these same waters is where the hurricane reaches its peak. Here's another pointer that might have you amazed. Hurricanes follow the same tracks of the ships involved in the slave trade. If you think I'm lying, then make a list compiled of the port cities. Then track the storms and see for yourself, mostly where they are hidden. And you'll see that the places most heavily involved with the big slave plantations are the same old places that has the most devastation. Look at Florida and South Carolina. We get blasted through and through. And yes, the islands that they hit on the way in were involved in the slave trade too. For the same places to get hit all the time, they say this is a trend. It's not that. But what it is, the spirits know where they have been. Storms so big, so powerful, does not surprise me one bit. Because when you put together a strong black nation, what do you think you get? And when the wind starts howling, it's enough to make you flip. Because it sounds the same as my people when they were beaten with the whips. Coming through like a locomotive, you can feel the forces pound. And those very trees that you hung us from are now being torn from the ground. Pay notice to boats and docks, how the damage is so severe. It's because the spirits know that's what brought them here. As the slave owners did my forefathers, not cut them any slack, 
so goes the mighty hurricane on a journey of payback. That's why when they name the storms, they should be with African names. Because I truly do believe there are spirits in the hurricanes. It sounds into poetry after Dr. Earlier Edition. I'm your host, the poetess, and that poet right there name is Tom Wright. Oh, excuse me. That's the wrong name. Let me get it together. Y'all have to have to excuse me tonight. The poet is extremely tired. But it's titled Spirits and Hurricanes. Spirits and the Hurricanes. I will come back with that name, guys. We're going to keep this moving. We have about 28 minutes left in the show. As posted in the chat room, if you're not in the chat room and you have a track that you would like to hear played on the show, please feel free to email that track in MP3 format to poetryafterdark at gmail.com. Again, that is poetryafterdark at gmail.com. And here we are with more music. This is James and Regina Bell. All I want is forever.
Poets, what would you write if you knew that the moment after you recite, there's a 99% chance that you would lose your life? And the only thing that flashes before your eyes is the prose that you chose, plus the bodies that fill the seats in the venues, continuing for entertainment through what you expose, and that's despite the fact that you're so nervous that blood starts spouting from your nose and your soul is at stake because you faked your way through two religions in one lifetime. And since this time, the cost of pretending is the price of your life, you're now realizing that going to church every Sunday and wearing a crucifix on your chain is just not enough to cut it when it comes to building that relationship with Christ. Plus, the strike that led you towards Islam doesn't even stand for much because your way of living in the Quran was so out of touch that it is the Muslim community injustice. You were thinking you were their spiritual sibling because you looked at pork and said, no more will I touch this. Plus, Arabic phrases such as Bismillah and Rahman Rahim and Malaykum Salam doesn't exactly make you a pillar in Islam. Cause bean pies plus black veils plus bow ties just add up to big lies if you're subtracting Hajj and Ramadan. And your superficiality has caused so much self-harm that you have bad credibility and no spiritual wealth. So in writing this poem, if you do nothing else, take the selfish way out and write something that will save yourself. If you've done it in order the time in your life, take the talent that you're blessed with and show self-respect. Instead of wasting your time on the mic blasting the opposite sex, take clarity plus sincerity, then multiply that times New Roman, and to sum up the text, speak the truth that bounces around in your chest, and don't worry about death. This is a matter of death or death. You see, the assignments you release from your soul will be so bold that it brings a tear to that teenage girl's eye before she gets the abortion. And the portions of your metaphors can be that one driving force to stop that out-of-work father from taking his own life. So poets... What would you write if someone was standing behind you holding a knife to your throat? I doubt that you would devote half the time to compose half a line to criticize President Bush because now you're at a point where a shove comes a push. And when it comes to fatality, who cares about miscounted ballots in the South? See, the power of life or death is in your mouth. Realize that your existence is about much more than CD sales and slam scores. Take all of the strength and passion you can muster from within and release it through your pen. Because we'd all die eternally if our lives were rated on a scale of 1 to 10 and we receive a 9.9. That's why if I recite and my mouth gets dry, I'd hack up blood plasma just so I could continue to spit it. And flow for those who will listen, whether they're straight or homosexual, ignorant and asleep or wide awake and intellectual like nocturnal crickets. I want to gather socialist black panther skinheads, rednecks, and bigots, then hang them all from branches of my poetry until they all choke off similar leaves, perform Heimlich haiku, then embrace as a result of my spirituality, A-H-E-E-M, Jamal is all I claim to be. And despite the struggle, I hope that out of my darkest days, at least one person will see light. So until I die, I will fervently write before I leave this literary legacy that documents the fullness of life.
Dear Heavenly Father, the King of Kings, the ruler of everything below him, I thank you for the gift to be able to write my poetry, but now it's time for you to be dedicated to poems. Lord, forgive me for my sins and cleanse my soul with your blood. Trap me in a room full of demons and not my mouth let your words flood. Because I don't fear those that turn their destinies against you. They made their choice on their own free will, but about you, they must not have had a clue. We all slip up, but those that know you never leave. So I dedicate this poem to you because you're worthy. Yes, indeed. You said you would not forsake me, and God, I believe that. You said, seek me and ye shall find me. Well, I also believe that. But with some of the things I did in your face, you still love me. Now, I can't believe that. Because if I were you and you were me, I would have to wipe you up off the map. For disrespecting me and biting the hand that feeds you because I created you in the perfect image. But yet, you turned into that. That creature that loved everything the devil provided and slowly turned away from me. Lord, I don't see how I'm better than no serpent or rat. But you kept shining your love and grace on me like you do all of your other creatures. And I wanted to say thank you for doing what you do because your work always leaves me speechless. Because without your name, there would be no glory. You're the author and everybody else is just characters in your story. You send messages of pain through me in every poem from beginning to end. To let everybody know about the pains you endured and some that you still hold within. Of your children, your creatures going through lust, temptation, and hatred. When loving you is just as easy, but some people make it seem like it's just so sacred. Lord, I just ask you to keep on correcting me. Keep pushing me in the ultimate goal of a believer. Keep perfecting me. My hands are like an old man's hands because I've already lived my life and my body's young because you resurrected me. I got the front line of your army and you got my back, so let's triumph for eternity. Because instead of walking through that valley full of shadows of death, I'd rather fly through that valley with your light in my chest. I remember trading to receive my poetry book for my bulletproof vest. I was a kid when I started, but now I'm older and it's time to finish this quest. Lord, may I ask your words pass through me, be heard in the ears of the deaf. May the blind see your aura, may the premature deceased have breath. And even though he's sneaking, everybody knows that's not a good feature. You said pray for these type of people, so I pray for Bush, God. Put your hands on this country's leader. Bless my family and guide them in whatever ways you may need to. Bless those who believe in you a little bit and save those that even think of you. Lord, patience you Lord, patience you Lord, patience is what you said I had to learn, and in that characteristic, I feel you correcting me. I thank you for the ability to learn because patience is needed for this poetry CD. Speaking of patience, some religious people often laugh at me because they think I'm a joke to Speaking of patience, some religious people laugh at me because they think I'm a joke to your word. They often categorize me without knowing me as that average man standing on the curb. They think I'm in cahoots with the devil and they think they're a little bit better than superb. I blend in with the heathens. I bet one gets saved if he feels this poem because of what he just heard. I thank you and ask you bless every poet that writes down whatever they have to say. And I thank you for our guardian angels so they can protect us and move whatever obstacles may be in the way. I ask you bless our words and help us spread a message or two for you one way or another. And then bless Florida and Louisiana for Hurricanes Andrew and Katrina. And bless yourself. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. depend on you to meet me in my private place for an intimate rendezvous. 
It never fails that your beats erupt in my sheets as they send chills up my spine as your words run through my mind and explode. The greatest thing is that no one knows what and how we do it. It's always just been me and you intertwined in these sultry rendezvous. My only true lover I've ever had and for a lifetime I've had it bad for you and our rendezvous. always been in love with my music. Like the depths of an ocean's water, your love has shown to be eternal. Like the distance of a desert sands, it doesn't seem that your love will ever end. And like the circumference of a ring's band, your affection for me proves to have no place to stop or begin. Regardless of what we've been through or how cool we've been to one another, time has always found a way to deliver us back to each other. We've turned our backs and walked away, but the love we've shared has always stayed and continued to spring. Love eternal. After dark, early edition. I'm your host, the poetess. Um, I kind of faded in the background, being so I was kind of sorry tonight, and I just was not keeping up with what I was playing or what have you. So that's why I did not come on the mic as much. We'll be back on the air Friday, 11 to 1 a.m., and that will be <clears throat> Poetry After Dark Original. So please, uh, if you're available, Tune in or catch the archive. We're going to be closing out pretty soon, but before I close out, let me leave you with this. You can easily judge the character of man by how he treats those who can do nothing for him. All right? I'll stay blessed and remember to love one another and be real. Always be real. Until the next time, guys. The course is just signing out. Have a good night. It's time to say goodbye for now. We'll have our second time around. There's something I'd like to say 
Give me your 